What's up, people? This is Jamal K. Davis, another episode of Just for Sport. Hope you're doing well. In this episode, we're going to talk about the NBA. What's up, people? Another episode of Just for Sport. Jamal K. Davis here with you, and it's the beginning of the regular season in the National Basketball Association. Big day, Tuesday night. We've got basketball, Celtic Sixers, Lakers, Warriors. I am excited for another season of the NBA. We'll talk about that. We will talk about week six in the NFL, some of my observations. And yeah, another parlay. I didn't do too bad. I didn't do too bad. Um, I could have been worse because uh, 10 and 6, that's not bad. I think I was 10 and 6. Kind of think I got that right. So we'll talk about that and Major League Baseball. Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. This is their opportunity, the Guardians to upset the Yankees, but let's face it. We just don't want the Cleveland Guardians to be in the ALCS. Are you, who's watching outside of Cleveland, right? It's sad, but realistically, we need the Yankees. We need the Yankees and the Astros to be playing each other. Padres, Phillies, I'm cool with. I know that's probably not as exciting as if it was the Dodgers in there. But definitely, I, th- I feel like The Yankees, you can beat the Cleveland Guardians, then you are saving Major League Baseball postseason. We will talk about that. We will also uh, talk about Daniel Snyder. We will get into... uh, what he is doing off the field, just a little bit, just a little bit. And of course, as I mentioned, and I'm not going to start with it, I'm in with it. We will have my predictions for the NBA season. And it's funny, you know, I do kept doing this podcast, doing this podcast, and I felt like I had a, a prediction for who I thought would win the championship before the preseason started. And now... I'm going to do my real, my, you look, I've, I, I did my little eye test of the preseason and I, I've got, um, I've got it lined up. I've got it lined up. I do. I do. But first we'll start with the National Football League. Week six in the NFL. A little bit of a recap of what I noticed from the games. Uh, the winners and the losers of week six. Now, look, in all fairness, I didn't really get to watch. My weekend was a little bit busier than I wanted it to be. Um, But I also, it's always weird. Like you ever, when your team plays on Thursday night, you're excited because they're playing. You could kind of say this about Monday too. But you're excited that they're like the game that you're watching. But then when NFL Sunday comes around, it's like a bummer where you're like, man, the excitement of the uh, regular season or or the Sunday of the season 
it's kind of like not the same. That's how I feel about it. And I really do miss when my team doesn't play on Sunday. I really do. But I'm happy. The Washington Commanders got a win, 12-7 over the Bears. They're 2-4 and four in the season. And yeah, of course, Carson Wentz got hurt. As I always say, go back from whence you came. I am not interested in having him as a quarterback, and now we won't. Taylor Heineke's going to be back. They'll sign somebody else. And uh, yeah, Ron Rivera's statement of how come the team isn't doing well, quarterback. That's kind of coming to fruition. Yep, it is a quarterback. And once again, we have a quarterback injury, and we got to go to the third string. Or I guess you could maybe call Taylor Heineke the second string. The biggest disappointment to me and the one that I got wrong in my predictions, I thought that the 49ers would beat the Falcons and instead the Falcons are 3-3. Three and three. They beat the 49ers 28-14. That surprises me. That really does, especially after you know going away from Matt Ryan at quarterback and how great the 49ers I feel like have looked so far. But then again, when Trent Williams is out uh, and he is the arguably the greatest offensive lineman of all time and if he's not playing then that kind of affects your offense a little bit. And that's unfortunate. Patriots crush the Browns. That's about what I expected. I love that the Browns fans were cheering about beat the Yankees, and now they won't. The other surprise for me is the Jets beat the Packers in Green Bay at Lambeau Field. I really do think that this might be, is this like the end of Aaron Rodgers? Maybe Devontae Adams leaving is playing a bigger impact. Offensive line, really not that good. Jets win 27-2 to 10, excuse me. And the Jets are 4-2. I was reading multiple numbers at one time. I Robert Sala, he's got him playing well. Colts beat the Jaguars. I thought it would be a closer game. I took the Jaguars in that game, but I'm good with that. Colts are 3-2-1. and one. They're kind of riding the ship a little bit after stumbling from the beginning. Vikings, 5-1 and one in the NFC. They beat the Dolphins 24-16. Who knows what's going to happen with the Dolphins at quarterback? I tell you what, I didn't like seeing the report that Tua may come back in Week 7. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. I mean, I guess if you want to keep playing. Bengals beat the Saints 30-26. That's about what I expected. Who they versus who that? Who that won in the Bengals? I thought the Saints might get the win at home. Of course, of course I played Taysom Hill in my fantasy league. He wasn't as good as he was the week before, but I'm still going to keep him in. You never know. Giants beat the Ravens 24-20 in New York. The Ravens are 3-3 three three on the season. Giants are 5-1. The NFC East is looking uh, really good, really good. Steelers bounce back after a tough, Tough, beat-down loss. They come back to beat the Buccaneers 20-18. Tom Brady was yelling, Tom Brady, excuse me, was yelling at his offensive line, got caught on camera at the game. I mean, he's really intense. But Tom Brady's dealing with a lot of stuff off the field as well. I don't want to say I feel for him, but I can only imagine what he's dealing with in his life. And probably wishing, hey, maybe I shouldn't have come back for one more season and my marriage would still be okay. Who knows? Or who knows? Maybe he said I'm coming back because he knew his marriage was messed up. He's like, I don't want to be home dealing with that. Let me get out of here. That could very well be what it was. The Los Angeles Rams. I tell you what, at the beginning of that game, when I saw that the 
Oh, when I, listen, when I saw the Carolina Panthers up 10-0, I was like, what is wrong with the Rams? But I'm glad they were able to bounce back and win that game 24-10. The Panthers are 1-5. They are no longer starting. This is the end of the progressive commercials, and this is the end of Baker Mayfield, I believe. I do. Panthers aren't good. Coach may have to go, too. But Baker Mayfield, I mean, I guess if he stays as a backup, he'll still have a chance in the league. Seahawks beat the Cardinals 19-9. Maybe it was Pete Carroll and not Russell Wilson because Geno Smith somehow, you know, they're not bad. 3-3, three and three, not great. The team that I would be worried about is what's going on with the Arizona Cardinals. They are 2-4 and four in the season. Maybe Kyler Murray really isn't it. At least maybe not this season, but I thought they would be a little bit better and 2-4 and four is not good. I picked the Chiefs to beat the Bills. I took the Chiefs at plus two and a half, but the Bills came away with the win 24-20. That was one of the best games going back and forth between these two teams. The Bills solidifying themselves as Super Bowl favorites coming out of the AFC. Eagles, the last undefeated team, 6-0, beat the Cowboys 26-17. Cowboys are 4-2 on the season. I picked the Eagles to win that game. They are healthier. They don't have a quarterback with the name of Cooper Rush, but Jalen Hurts is playing very well. And the Cowboys don't have their big Dak Prescott, unfortunately. And then the last game, it wasn't really a good game, but at least it came down to the last play in overtime as the Chargers beat the Broncos 19-16. The Broncos are 2-4. and four. Russell Wilson, not looking really good. Not looking really good. Was there anything special from this NFL Week 6? Not really. I thought the games were okay. Some of them were close. But it's probably the first weekend where I was just like, it was all right. It was just all right. And I'm sure I'm in the minority. Everyone who's, you know, an NFL fan, oh, every week is great. Nah, I was all right. And the reason why I was all right, when I think about it, I did watch Bills Kansas City, so I was excited to see that game. But the rest of the games, I was kind of take it or leave it. What I can't take or leave is what's going on with Daniel Snyder. I really can't. I think that what he has done to the National Football League, to the Washington football team, has become a disaster. And I am very disappointed that the NFL can't move. Can't move on Daniel Snyder. But we know why. Because he's knows he knows where the skeletons are. He's got the goods. And I think the owners are really afraid of him. But it's unfortunate when the report just came out from some of the lawyers of um multiple of the Washington Commanders employees who thought that they had kind of like confidentiality and somehow Daniel Snyder was able to get their names. That's the unfortunate thing. When you heard about Daniel Snyder trying to intimidate his employees, well, those employees, and based on the ESPN report by Don Van Nata Jr., who's one of my favorite, favorite uh, journalists, He's just amazing. His TV stuff, his reporting, his stories. But he said the employees raised, quote, serious concern that the NFL violated a, quote, very specific promise, in quote, of confidentiality that was made to uh, her clients. 
That's Lisa Banks, Washington, D.C. lawyer. That's unfortunate. Their names were supposed to be kept confidential, and instead Daniel Snyder got them all and was able to harass them. That concerns me a lot. <coughs> That's really sad. Because Daniel Snyder continues, continues to cause problems for the NFL, for his own employees, and the teams. And you know it's bad when Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay says that there is merit to get rid of Daniel Snyder. He said, quote, uh, in a Indianapolis hotel, quote, I believe there is merit to removing him as an owner. There's consideration that he should be removed. I, I do believe that it is of great concern. And he went on to say, after we hear about, you know, Daniel Snyder saying he's got dirt on the owners. Ursay said, quote, some of the things I've heard doesn't represent us at all. I want the American public to know what we are about as owners. You can't shy away from the fact that I believe it's in the best interest of the National Football League that we look at this squarely in the eyes and deal with it, end quote. I think if they're going to do it, the NFL needs to just rip the Band-Aid off. Just do it. Just say, yep, Daniel Snyder, you're out. Whatever kind of legal issues they have to go through to get them out, they've got the money to do it. Just do it. The Washington fans want it. The league needs it. It's time. And that's got to be tough, right? If you're a Washington football team fan like myself who grew up in Washington and loves this team, I can only imagine how much Daniel Snyder loves this team too. He's from the area. All of us as fans would love to have said we were the owner of our team. I enjoy working for a team that I grew up as a fan of in the Washington Wizards, in the Capitals, in the Mystics. And the same goes for anyone from the DMV area that grew up a Washington football team fan. And to imagine what it's like to not just work for that team, but to own that team. I will never, ever say that Daniel Snyder does not care deep down about the team. He's made a lot of missteps. He's done a lot of things wrong and he needs to go. But don't question his heart for the team. Because I do believe that deep down he is a true fan, but it's time for him to go. As one of uh, my wife's uh, friends said when we had a play date and Taj and Avi were over there playing with all the kids' toys and the kid goes up to his mom, he says, uh, it's time for Taj to go. Because he said, like, I don't want him playing with my toys. Well, the NFL said, needs to say, it's time for Daniel Snyder to go. And it is. All the fans want it. What all the fans also want is NBA basketball. It's back. The regular season begins. As you know, I said many times that this was the worst, worst NF NBA offseason. I about to say NFL was, wasn't a, bad, a great NFL offseason either. But the offseason for the NBA, this was bad. This was bad. I'm happy off the court that uh, TNT and the inside the NBA team, they're back for multiple years. That makes me very happy. I think they are the best, the best and only real pregame, halftime, postgame show I will watch. 
It's so entertaining. It's can't miss television. It's can't miss, can't, can't miss television. But the NBA season starts tonight. And I am, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, as we look at, and I was reading uh, John Schumann's power rankings as we head into week one, and I found them interesting. At number one, he's got the Golden State Warriors. And the reason why I bring that up is no team has dealt with turmoil as much as I feel like Golden State has to start the season with the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole thing. And it's a small thing, but in my fantasy draft, the number of players that let Steph Curry drop, I feel like he was picked in the second round. And some of them were late first. I got Steph Curry, and I feel like I was picking 12th in a draft. So I was happy. I was like, okay, I'll grab him. But Gold State's ranked number one. Milwaukee is ranked number two. I got my eye on a Milwaukee game I want to go to. Boston Celtics ranked three. I don't know about that. I think with them having Joe Mazzula as a head coach and what's going on with Emil Doka, I feel like it might affect the Celtics. And we'll see tonight. We'll see tonight what happens. The Phoenix Suns are ranked number four. I'll give you that. And the Clippers are ranked five. I'll give you that. 76ers, I would flip-flop them with the Celtics. I think they are the better team. And I think you're going to see a little bit more from James Harden this year. And that's why I picked him up in my fantasy draft too. Denver Nuggets are ranked seven. Now they, they might be my sleeper to get to the NBA Finals. They might. They've got health on their side now. Jokic is going to get Jamal Murray back. That's a big move. He's going to get Junior back. That's going to be great. Memphis Grizzlies, number eight. Let's see if they can. They need to take a step up. And I don't know if they will, but that will be interesting. Rounding out the top ten, Miami Heat and the Brooklyn Nets. We'll see what happens with the Brooklyn Nets. Cleveland Cavaliers are at 11. I think Donovan Mitchell joining that team. I might flip-flop them with the Miami Heat team. Maybe. Maybe a Memphis Grizzlies? I don't know. But I feel like in the Eastern Conference, that's a team to watch out for. But then we got some teams in the middle. JaVale McGee's on the Dallas Mavericks. So uh, they, you know, look at the number of teams that JaVale McGee's been on that went to the NBA Finals and won it all. So consider Dallas. The key for me is who's in the top, the bottom 10. Sacramento Kings. Portland Trailblazers, then the Washington Wizards, Orlando Magic, Houston Rockets, Detroit Pistons, Charlotte Hornets, Oklahoma City Thunder, Utah Jazz, Indiana Pacers, San Antonio Spurs. And you think the San Antonio Spurs aren't thinking about one Eiffel Tower in Victor Wimbayama? Of course they are. All the teams at the bottom are like, this is probably that one of the years they're like, we're good. We're good at the bottom. I hope my Wizards actually have one of the worst seasons and at least have a shot at getting Victor Wimbayama. That's going to change ever, everything. Change everything. We shall see. 
But I'm excited for the games to start. Already picked. Uh, I made my daily pick for the night. Sixers. I got the Sixers at plus three at the Celtics. We shall see. Now, when we think of who we're going to pick to win the NBA championship, the, the Clippers are the favorite at plus 600. And I'll buy that for a dollar. Look at that team. It's stacked. It is stacked. If they stay healthy, I think defensively what they could do against the Golden State Warriors, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, you got John Wall, Reggie Jackson, Nicholas Batum, Terrence Mann, Zubats, Robert Covington, their 3 and D guy. Shout out to our guy Rocco and J-Dub. I actually was with the Clippers over the weekend. Checking them out, saying what's up to my guy. But realistically, I see them as a favor too. That team is stacked. And any team with Kawhi Leonard, you got to put up there. The Warriors are also in line with the Clippers at plus 600 and the Celtics at plus 600 as well. But I have the Clippers to be the favorite. Now, if you want to talk about a sleeper pick, Who's my sleeper? There are a lot of them, but you got to have a deep, deep sleeper. And my deep sleeper are the Denver Nuggets at plus 1,800. I think they are healthy. I think that Jokic as a league MVP, you should consider. Now, uh, even deep, deep, deeper sleeper are the New Orleans Pelicans. I love C.J. McCollum on that team. Zion Williamson is back. If he can stay healthy, he'll be don dominant, dominant, dominant. And I think Brandon Ingram, if you say you love Kevin Durant, Brandon Ingram is like Kevin Durant to me. And so that is a team that I look at that I say, you know what? I'm going to take a flyer on the New, New Orleans Pelicans. I think maybe they're on to something that you might not think they're on to. But at 40 to 1, if they can stay healthy... That's a really, really talented team. That's a really talented team. And I'm going to take just a little flyer on them. Just a little flyer. You never know. You never know. But realistically, I feel like if this, this, I mean, the Clippers, whoo, they've got everything. 
They've got everything. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to, again, as I mentioned, NBA TNT, must-see TV. And lastly, uh, Major League Baseball. We needed the Yankees to win. We got to have the Yankees winning. You want more Aaron Judge? I am surprised that the Phillies are in the NLCS against the San Diego Padres. I know that's a surprise too. But no surprise is Houston. As you heard me say before the playoffs started, they're my favorite to win the World Series. And it's good that they're still in it. For San Diego, I, I feel like they are... I'm definitely not rooting for the Phillies. Oh, no, 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 no. So I'm rooting for San Diego to beat the Phillies. And Houston, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm rooting for Houston. I am. But we'll see what happens. It'll be exciting. See if the Yankees or Cleveland are going to move on to play Houston and then they'll play again, uh, I think, on the 19th. Yeah. That's one thing I do like about baseball that I know they couldn't do it in football and they can't really do it in basketball. But I do like that there is, uh, you know, you play back-to-back games. I get lost in it, as I said on the last podcast, but I think it's still fun. I think it's still a lot of fun just like I have fun doing this podcast. That'll do it for Just for Sport. Enjoy NBA basketball tonight and hope your team does well this season. Enjoy uh, Major League uh, Baseball playoffs. We'll see what happens with Daniel Snyder. And uh, that'll do it for now. Ciao for now. Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? Well, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the leading over under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the Just for Sport podcast. All you have to do is sign up now and use the promo code JFORSPORT and Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep. That's right, they'll match your first deposit up to $100. So, join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play and download the Prize Picks app today.